Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite Elden Ring streaming channel. Uh, you know, with me today on a special appearance is me, uh, Matt the Maidenless, hosting with his friend, uh, you know, introduce yourself. Uh, Albinoric Andrew, I believe is, is uh, my name. You I think can... it's Albinoric, but you're Albinoric, good enough. You know, good, good enough. enough. And uh, for, for anyone who might be listening in right now and, you know, looking down at their streaming device and thinking, what did I just click on? What is going on? <laughs> uh, you know, this is Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming channel. Uh, it's a special presentation today. Uh, not all the comrades are here. We've just got the two of us, you know, just like that song said that I can't sing without us getting uh, <laughs> copywritten. Two of us. Yeah, you, you got it. You got it. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give the chorus. It's It's, it's there, you know. <laughs> But yeah, oh, yeah, it's a fun day. We got uh we got some good stuff coming at you. I don't know, you know, might as well do a little uh Elden Ring discussion. Oh, so. Absolutely. I mean, this is a gaming channel. We got to talk about some of our gaming experience and we're only playing one game. So this is what we're going to do. A hundred percent. And that is Elden Ring. Um but yeah, man, what's uh, what are you, what are you? You're you're way further than me, so I you know, we'll keep. This I potentially quick... will be done tomorrow with my first. You, play you are thinking you're going to wrap up tomorrow. Very cool. Excited uh, to to that'll happen uh, before this episode is released. But yeah. uh, very awesome. And if, if I do not wrap it up tomorrow, it will be something that I'm probably gonna. I don't know if I'll put it off all the way until my next stream the week at you know the weekend after might be something mm-hmm. that I uh, just kind of like. Uh, either i'll throw it in like discord so anyone wants to watch like final boss or whatever and during the week nice but i think once i'm done with my first playthrough i'm gonna put it back burner and like obviously play it in the background but i think i'm gonna switch over to something else i might do strangers of paradise okay uh, final fantasy origins because i just want some dude bro uh fuck boy shit as the as the kids would say (laughs) i love it man I don't know if I'm going to watch you finish or not. I haven't like seen any of the endings and I, I think I'm going to keep that. So the case. I'll let, I'll let you know before tomorrow, because I'll have okay. a good understanding before I stream of what I'm going to do. Cool. Cause it really comes down to, you know, we're going to wrap up this recording. I'm going to you know go make lunch and then pretty much going to try to, you know, systematically work through the last little bits that I can start uh, wrapping up and moving uh, story forward. I'm at the point now where it's just kind of holding stuff up because I don't want to progress the story to a point and uh, block something off potentially. Yeah, I finally came upon a, I was like doing some Lyernia stuff and came upon uh, a NPC that I thought was supposed to be there, but is gone. So I think I've like kind of fucked up that quest somehow, but it happens. Yep, it is what it is. I do. It's one I of those, like, a- you, you never know when you progress to a certain point. It might not even be fucked up. They could just be in their next spot. Yeah, that's that could be the case, too. Because, like, I know uh, Patches works that way, but uh, you, you killed that motherfucker. Yeah, I was merciless with him. Yo, so- dude, dude, dude attacked me. Yo, I'm just, I'm just checking the cave out. He doesn't even try to have a conversation. And so I finished his quest. And uh, what do you get? Anything what, what you do? Is like you meet him in the shaded castle and then he leaves the shaded castle and he goes back to Murkwater Cave where you first fought him. Mm-hmm. And when you go back, the boss fog is back and you walk through and it's like the exact same setup as the first time when he jumps down. But instead of attacking you, like he goes to and then he recognizes you, he's like, Oh, hey, chum. <laughs> it's like, don't mind me. 
and he gives you uh, the squat emote. Hilarious. You got, the, you got the Slav squat. I was not aware of that. It was just recently uh, added in the last patch. Uh, they added that final stage. Hilarious. Oh, uh, some people were theorizing that every patch is going to have a stage of patches quest in it because patch patches. Yeah. Oh, I'll be so I'll, I, that that would upset me if that ends up being the case and I, and I killed him. That would upset me because that's a cool. I love. I kind of love that idea. Patches a douchebag. It's okay. You you made the that's right true. decision. No, I I I feel no no qualms about ending his life in game. Of course. Um, a quick question for you: Ask Astral the the natural born. Woo! Is do I have a chance? I I I've, you do? I've gotten to it. You and, do, but I'm gonna give okay. you some advice. Um, I got. I did. I will say, first first shot, got him to half and then died and now progress has been slow it's it, understandable uh mimic tier is a helpful one to go in there with for that one because okay. mimic tier is pretty tanky uh, and but no the real trick uh so you don't get hit by his long-range beam attack that he does the like dude the quick one when his yeah. head bobs roll okay that's good to know the, the head bob is the roll cue He's got it. He's got to tell. Okay. Yeah. Good. Because it's like had, near instant after that. So if you hit it, the roll right as the head bobs, you'll roll through the the beam. So I hadn't I hadn't made that discovery, but I had successfully roll dodged that several times and was yeah. very proud of myself for doing yeah. so. Um, um, the only other real fast. trick I can give you is a uh, bonk him in the head. Head makes him stagger. Okay. Yeah, I was and shooting, uh, shooting rocks at his head. He does the he does that teleport. His thing. tail attack. His tail attack was fucking me up. Yeah, because like I, I I was trying to keep distance, and he, then he would do that. And of course, my ash was between him and I, so it would get both of us. And yeah, not fun. No, the um when he does the teleport technique, you know how he'll teleport away from you. Yeah. Have you experienced it where he teleports above you and comes down and grabs you? Yes. Um, there's a slight tell for that. You, uh, it almost takes headphones for it, though. You can hear it. Uh, okay. You can hear when it's above you, and you can roll love that. Audio. audio cue. They love that in this game. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the uh, ambiance is the, the surround sound. Yeah, I mean the, the setting itself is. Just, you want to know it's fine. So good. I'm yeah. fighting an end game scaled version of him. Uh, probably. Oh after really? This. Yeah. Which 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 one's that? Uh, Estelle. Uh, I think it's like Estelle of the Dark Moon or something like that. Uh, it's in the okay. consecrated snowfields. How many Estelles are there? Just two. Just two. Okay, I wasn't sure if there was another consecrated um, snow fields yeah yeah so i ended up doing that but i need to take some more chances and i'll get his ass yeah no you uh he, he's definitely manageable his attacks yeah. hit hard but once you figure some of them out and you can just avoid them completely that uh, makes sense. he's strong against gravity magic so if you've been trying to rock sling him that's why it's not working as well hmm okay i'll use something different maybe 
Yeah. So I, I was doing, I, he was kicking my ass. So then I, I quit doing that and uh, had my frustration when I opened my newly purchased package for, of uh, switch sports yeah, and found man. that the cheap bastards only give you one fucking leg thing. That dude, that, that I am, I, that got me so mad. I should so, have expected it. I, like, I, I knew that was going to be the case because the leg strap was also an accessory for uh switch. What's the, the we fit. It's, it's not, we fit the but ring, like the, the switch the, fitness the ring. Ring fit. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Ring fit. Yeah. Yeah. Something like uh, that. Ring yeah. fit had only one leg strap. And it's because um, in that game, you put one Joy-Con in the hoop and then you'd put one in the leg strap. And that was the, the trade off for that. But you'd think that they would put two in because this is a game that you'd expect people to be playing uh, right local like locally with. with. And even beyond that, there are literally two Joy Cons with every Switch. So they're not even giving you enough, like, it's not even like there's, like, they're not giving you enough for the two you have. So the only other thing I can think of, and this is just my engineer brain, uh, like, looking at the situation, is maybe there was some sort of liability thing they had to think about, where if they put two in the box and you had two people kicking at the same time, they could get blamed for when they, like, kick each other or something like that. (laughs) I'm not saying that's a real thing, but that seems like something that, uh, you know, like, you would have to think about because you always have to think about like the dumbest shit when you're giving a product to a consumer. It's like, is the consumer going to try to ingest this product and kill themselves? It's like, (laughs) it's enormous. What do you mean? Like, well, they might do it. It's like, God damn it. Make it taste bad. (laughs) (laughs) Make it taste bad on purpose. I mean, that's what the switch cartridge, the switch cartridges taste bad. Hilarious. They have like a bittering agent on them so that kids wouldn't eat them. I did not know that. That's. I mean, it makes I mean, sense. I'm glad you don't know that because that means you haven't tried to eat one of your. <laughs> tried to taste a switch cartridge. No, I've not. I've not gotten. And just that for the, the listeners, I have not tried to taste a switch. Yeah, card. I, we I all know this. you have. Don't, we don't all you know you have. That's fine. <laughs> That's how I store them uh, when I go on airplanes. <laughs> I just put them in my cheeks like a like, like a, a chipmunk. chipmunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that 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 annoyed me. But I did enjoy uh, all of the the sports except soccer because I was playing uh, with my significant other, so we weren't going to do single player soccer. So I've not tried that one yet. But she also I, I wonder if you could still pass me. the pass it off back and forth. Maybe it does seem like the is it something that game, could be made too? Like, is it simple enough that you could like make a new another one just to make it work? I do, I do not have the uh, the requisite seamstress skills. Well, wait. But no, think wait. Think <laughs> like an iPod, second. like an iPod. Uh, yeah, like the, the iPod armband. I might have one of those actually lying around. I don't know if I do, but I actually that you're not wrong. That would work. That would work. That would this is, work. This is why I mean, they pay me the dollars to be an engineer. The thing is, Nintendo. The real Nintendo re- I think- copyright strike you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're gonna show up they're gonna show up at my house and be like no you're, you're gonna hear you a knock at your door you have to buy the light and you're gonna open the door and miyamoto with a giant uh a giant mario mascot like person <laughs> are gonna be at your door with baseball bats yeah they then they're gonna fuck me up but uh no nintendo's gonna get what they want which is me buying another leg thing just so i can play locally like two times with my girlfriend 
but you know, I mean, it'll you be don't worth know. it. It might be more than two times. This is the, one of those games that certain people get addicted to in a way that like, remember the original Wii sports. That was some, oh. one of the only games that some people had. I, and they would just I mean, golf. you are, you are speaking to a Wii tennis addict. I think Ben and I, we've talked about the, I think we yeah. talked about it in previous episodes. I, I we, was, we I was a sports a resort archery addict. So like, mm. And I got there say, was something um, really satisfying about the nunchuck and the Wiimote and pulling it back and like the draw and release yeah. with all the buttons. Like it was really tactile. It felt cool. No, I agree. And I thought um, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this with Ben. So I'll keep my comments. Yeah, short, we'll, like I, we'll, uh, I hopefully we can stream that this week. That'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm probably actually yeah. before I play Elden Ring today, I'm probably going to run out and go pick up a couple games from a local store. Cool. Yeah. And by local store, I mean fucking Walmart or GameStop or Best Buy. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. not a real local store because those don't exist anymore. No, those are those are your local stores in America, um, especially rural America. Yeah, but my my so far my experience has been pleasant, and I got absolutely hustled and lost all but like one game to uh, my girlfriend. She robbed me so. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do some practicing. I mean, that was, uh, I remember playing Mario Kart with a girl and it was one of those things that, uh, she said she like, didn't play Mario Kart very often or something like that. And she was absolutely smoking me. <laughs> it was like, you, you absolutely you. <laughs> have played this game before. Cause you didn't ask me how to use any of the shit that you were using or, <laughs> She like she like uses shortcuts you didn't even know existed. You're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, like but, was was knowledgeable enough to know that you can throw like shells and stuff backwards and forwards, backwards not just not yeah. just like hitting the throw button. Yeah, yeah. If you know you could do both, then you've played enough Mario Kart to to be like, yeah, I know Mario Kart. You can't. You can, there's no qualification there. I I can still remember though. I had a. I had a professor in college um, for dynamics. Uh, it's the study of motion of objects. Um, you know, I'm an engineer. And one of the, mm. one of the principles in that class is impulse. Uh, when a body in motion imparts momentum onto another object. And our professor took us out to the pool table in the pub on campus and there basically showed us how he's a fucking pool hustler. Because he can like he can legitimately like call shots and like place balls where they need to go to look like a bad player and then like switch it to look like a good player. Oh my god, that's that's impressive. I definitely follow a couple uh, pool trick shot artists in my social media because the oh. like ability to think through the physics of bouncing the balls. Like I'm gonna hit all four rail like all four rails two times and then knock this ball into the back right corner pocket to like work out all those angles in your head and like then do it precisely yep. is it's an impressive skill but yeah we shouldn't we get, get too off the rails cool, here uh, we, we brought up uh, i just want to bring this up before we get into yeah. the real big nintendo story uh there was a sure. smaller nintendo story it was kind of a fun one in the sense that a nintendo of america tweeted out um you know this is Miyamoto. They gave, they gave the keys to Miyamoto for a, like a little um, fan interaction to let oh, us no. know that they're uh, inevitably delaying 
the Super Mario movie to 2023. To 2023. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I didn't realize it was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, it was holiday 2020. Uh, 2022 sorry <laughs> it's all the same yeah it fucking is man it is all the same it's just been one year one long year yeah that was supposed to come out holiday 2022 and it's been delayed to 23 uh there was some fun uh he was like i spoke to chris son and it was like <laughs> oh chris pratt he's like no you idiots he was talking about uh one of the like people at uh the animation studio not why would he talk to yeah. Chris Pratt about delaying the movie? Dude, I definitely was like, I knew it wasn't Chris Pratt, but at first read, I was like, interesting. Spoke to Chris Pratt. I mean, why not? And then I was like, no, this can't be the same. This yeah. isn't Chris Pratt. No, that's a, uh, I guess that was something get, uh, about uh, Warner Brothers is like uh, adjusting all of their movie releases. And I think it has something to do with a little Ezra Miller uh, being Ezra Miller stuff and yeah. flash the flashpoint yeah, movie might need to die again yeah that guy just went off the rails man uh but yeah no uh, that was just a smaller nintendo story there's a bigger one that we have to talk about and it's one of those things that uh it's like never never fun to have to talk about this stuff because you know it just seems to happen you know every week now we get a new story coming Cause, out cause of the it's, gaming that's what we talk about every week yeah <laughs> Like I, I feel like I'm in a loop here, man. Workers. Like I, I want, <laughs> I want real. good news to come out one week where we get to like say good stuff. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that'll happen a, a like, couple times. What, what do we need? Like so- Sony comes out in pro union stance. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that would be what a day that would be. Oh man, but uh, that's not the case today. We have Nintendo. Uh, you know, Nintendo loves. Yeah, it's to... it's almost the exact opposite stance, actually. It's Nintendo <laughs> yeah. instead of Sony, and it's anti-union instead of pro-union. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo. Um, you know, very rigid with their IP. Also, seems to be pretty rigid with not wanting to give their employees, uh, you know, fair benefits or full benefits in a lot of cases, and then. Uh, firing them at the maybe mere mention of the word union in a meeting. So that's Sony. Uh, that's n- not Sony. That's Nintendo <laughs> doing Nintendo things. Not Sony. We haven't had that story. Well, let's happy. just keep messing it up. It was Sega. <laughs> it was because, I mean, we're probably not wrong. No, exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's like it's only a matter of time until that statement is accurate. So uh, don't worry about it being wrong. But yeah, Nintendo, this was, you know, the, the, the Kotaku article that, that we, we've read through, Ethan Gatch and Sissy Jiang. Thanks for, thanks for writing this up. Uh, pretty, pretty bad look for Nintendo of America, um, where they hire contractor employees. You know, one of the topics we've hit on multiple times in, in this show uh, to do their QA testing. I think primarily that's what this was about. And, you know, someone asked, literally just asked a question at a meeting related to the fact that other QA testers have unionized and, you know, just wanted to get a view from management. And, you know, that person got clapped two weeks later for, uh, you know, supposedly putting 
violating their NDA in a very non-specific manner. Um, so the first thing I picture is, you know, the meme format of the guy in the boardroom and they're all like asking questions and the guy leaning on the table says something and then he gets thrown out the window. Yeah. That, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, happened yeah 100%. At this meeting. <laughs> 100%. Uh, they heard the word union and uh, they pulled out the Dr. Evil button underneath the table <laughs> and hit it. And he was dropped into a pit with uh, sharks with freaking laser sharks. beams attached to their head. Freaking laser beams. Uh, yeah. And so uh, Nintendo's doing, you know, real capitalist overlord shit. They're, they're loving it that this uh, Nintendo of America through oh, hiring that's the uh, other thing. these contractors. Th- yeah. This never would have happened under Reggie. Nintendo of America, what have you done? You hire a man named Bowser and you start doing this evil shit? <laughs> Dude, I did I did think that shit was hilarious. I wanted to bring that up. So they hire through a, uh, a outside agency who does all the contractor work. And that's, yes, as Matt just said, led by a man named Gary Bowser. Bowser. Barry Bowser, Gary, Gary. Gary, yeah, Gary, Uh, and Gary, you know, through the uh, practice of using these contractors, Nintendo of North America has really done a good job of creating a a tiered system of their employees to the point where these contractors who have worked for them, uh, you know, for like 10 years can't even bring their family to the Nintendo Museum. I thought that was wild. Like, they're just like, literally, like, they couldn't be more blatantly being like, no, you're not good. You're not as good as the full-time employees. And, but you can't become whatever. <laughs> it's just, it's so, it was that. I mean, like, stuff like that, stuff so like that wild. just reminds me of like medieval serfdom. Yeah, no, exactly. Not, not, not to be saying. like hyperbolic just, or anything like that. No. But it, just, it feels like, it feels like you like walk by and they're like, oh, look at the untouchables over there. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like it a, really does. It was system. like, fuck. Reading that article, I was like thinking the same thing. I was like, this is some fucking dystopian, uh, really, you know, Dune. Not, I don't, not even Dune. I don't know. I don't know of a good, good dystopian. Have you seen, one, uh, like, it is, it is very surfy. Have you seen the Venture Brothers? Have you watched any of that at all? I've watched some. Uh, there's an episode where they're like trying to build something, uh, like a space shield for a space station or something like that. And they segregate the workers based on the color of their uniform to like orange uniforms or like, uh, like production workers, uh, white uniforms or like the thinkers and like yellow uniforms or something else. And it creates this like internal power structure where the, uh, like people in the orange uniforms rise up or something like that, something along those lines. And it's just one of those, whenever I hear of like, uh, breaks like this, where it's like the full-time employees and the, yeah, contract workers get treated like uh, separate entities. It always kind of reminds me of stuff like that, eating yourself up from the inside. Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, sorry. We do have a quick retraction. It's not Gary Bowser. It's Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser, <laughs> Gary Bowser. I mean, I guess I'm sorry. just projecting, sorry. projecting my sorry fear of Gary. the name Gary. Sorry to Gary. It's Doug Bowser. Sorry to Gary Yeah, there, there's a Gary Bowser in like uh, <laughs> Topeka, Kansas somewhere listening to this. <laughs> Who was originally he, on board with our ideas and now he fucking hates us. I'm sorry, Gary. Yeah, so we're sorry, man. Please come back. But uh he's the he's the guy that leads Aston Carter. Yeah. And no, they're, they're, Reggie Phil's aim would never have let this happen. It's terrible, man. But and by um, never let it happen, at the very least, it would have never been public. 
Yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> when you say never let it happen, it's like the story would have never happened. Yeah, we we would he know knew how to handle. We that would be shit. blissfully ignorant. <laughs> um, they would be releasing his cute Kirby games. We'd be happy. You know, so you know that's kind of the the moral of the, of the story. Nintendo doing bad labor shit. They're they they have gotten a complaint filed against them with the NLRB. So, um, you know, maybe more to come and maybe some changes happening. But as of now, it's just a, a fun story of like how Nintendo of America has uh, purposefully to save money, not provided their employees with, you know, equal fair pay, uh, reasonable hours or, you know, general health benefits because they're contracted and they say, fuck you, we like our money better. So it's almost kind of weird because we're talking all this smack about Nintendo and you know how they need to be better. You know, I'm not, I shouldn't say talking smack because it's the truth. You know, they can't can't be behaving like this. This is silly. Yeah. And then I, I look down and I get an email confirmation that my new Switch Pro controller just showed up. And it's like, yep, I'm still. <laughs> I mean, listen, we've talked about it. There's no way we, we need our games, you know? Yeah. Hey. And I, I can't help it that I'm ad- I'm addicted heavily to JRPGs and the Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> formula. I think there's a word for those people. <laughs> hey, you you mean cultured individuals? <laughs> yeah, Just wait, the next time you thinking. come up to Vermont, I'll have studied the blade. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's you know Nintendo doing Nintendo things. More to come, hopefully. Uh, but as of now, it's just a fun story about about the shitty way they've been treating their employees, which, you know, I, I love it's a fun story. I'm picturing like Bob Ross, like, oh, look, a, a fun little a fun little anti-union, <laughs> yeah. like a little a little smidgen over here, you know, just a happy little tree. Yeah, I mean, that's how the weeks get painted nowadays. <laughs> yeah, if we want if we want Breath of the Wild, too, we're going to need some contract workers being mistreated, uh, right? Yeah, probably. Unfortunately, that seems to be what we're what's what's like. I, I can't help the fact that some of the more more anticipated games on my radar are being made by this company now. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and speaking of some other games, you know, this isn't the only of as we've said. This isn't the only one. In oh the no, there's there's a lot more uh, labor stuff within the gaming sphere. Before we jump yeah. to that, I just want to bring out there's another uh, there's a lawsuit going on right now between uh, Yuji Naka and Square Enix. That's been a discussion mm. point of late. Uh, you know, is Square Enix, you know, the same company that people associate with their, uh, you know, 90s JRPGs? Are they still the same people? Because this is the the fallout of Yuji Naka's um, Balan Wonderworld, Wonderland. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was a horrible game. Uh, Did he go, like, that he went off on his own to make? No, he was uh, hired by Square Enix to do it. So, uh, for your own understanding, yeah, I don't, don't I'm, know, I'm, I don't know enough here. Uh, yeah. Yuji Naka is um, of fame from Sega. He's the Sonic guy. Um, he made the game called Dreams. Uh, okay, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, so this was supposed to be like a, a callback to those older games, and he came out and said that it was you know unfinished, and he was released before uh, they put it out because he wanted to, you know, finish the game and they just wanted to sell it and get it uh, over with. They had stipulations on like how he could interact with fans. Uh, 
He wasn't allowed to like interact with people like posting fan art or anything like that. Oh my God. Something, something about the music. There's a whole bunch in that lawsuit. We're not going to get too deep into it. It was just something I wanted to bring up for uh, anyone interested uh, to look into the, the Yuji Naka Hmm. lawsuit. And, uh, like one one of the last few like quote unquote creatives in the industry. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but the others, you know, we'll just quickly shout out to uh the QA contractors. Oh, and ov- obviously solidarity with all workers working to unionize and better their labor conditions. Uh don't think that needs to be said, but we'll say it just to remind you. Uh, but you, anyway, Gary Bowser. Okay, yeah, sorry, Gary. Doug. (laughs) I know I was I was keeping the the Gary Bowser Uh, bit going. Gary. I would love to meet a Gary Bowser. Uh, Gary Bowser, if you're out there, get in touch with us. (laughs) Please get you on the the channel. Please. Uh so yeah, Dragon Age 4. Are you have you played the the Dragon Age games? Uh I have not. I've never so I've never played the Dragon Age games. I've never played Mass Effect, so I've never really played anything in the uh, in that studio's archive. Uh, What studio is that? Uh, Blanking on the name all of a sudden. Isn't it Bioware? Bioware. Yeah, I've never really played a Bioware game. I played some Mass Effect, but yeah, so they have some QA contractors that are uh, trying to unionize, citing bad pay and concerns over handling COVID. Uh, I believe. One of the uh, higher level VPs was like staying home and remote because he didn't want, he literally was like to not get COVID while their contractors and testers had to go into work and they wouldn't let like an immunocompromised person work from home literally while this VP guy was doing it for no different reason. And it's just yeah. like, God damn, you're just like, asking at, people at, to fucking unionize. <laughs> at, the, at the start of the pandemic, uh, one of the, the company I worked for, um, everyone over 50 got to work from home permanently, but everyone under 50 had to come into the office. That's ridiculous. It was like, oh, and it was something about like trust. It was like, I could trust, trust. that these people will like trust. work from home well. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yep. And um, so, yeah, that was the QA contractors at Dragon Age 4. Others with Keyword Studios, they're trying to unionize. That's that's the uh, company that hires those QA contractors, I believe. Um, but yeah, they, they, they have lots of complaints, not receiving as much paid time off, uh, being paid, you know, uh, $13 US dollars an hour for roles where full-time staff are paid, you know, at a salary rate and much more money. So, um, you know, solidarity with them. I hope they can unionize and uh, we'll, we'll keep that story on our radar and, and keep you all updated. But, you know, as we said, you can't go, can't go a week without some fun stories about all these big, Firms, another uh, another one that's been on the list for being shitty for many reasons, Ubisoft is obviously doing their best to be bought, and uh, like they are, they are just going out there being very very slutty. I mean, and- like ev- everyone knows, uh, anyone who's listened knows my opinions on Ubisoft. I have strong opinions <laughs> about them. I don't like them as a, a company. I'm just gonna quote the great scholar. Uh, Jermaine Cole 
Uh, don't <laughs> save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't bail them out, please. Like, they yeah. don't deserve it. Um, but it sounds like, you know, the word, word on the street is right now, the big guys being Microsoft and Sony haven't really gotten yeah, much no, no, no real bites from them. It's I wouldn't expect mostly, uh, yeah. really either of them to be interested in Ubisoft as much. Really? I know, I know we've talked about the IP wars before, but like Microsoft has a lot of single player open world IP right now. You know, I think, I think, yeah, I, I guess I think it depends on what they're looking at for price point, but I could see, I guess I could see, I do see Microsoft going for it more than Sony, I guess, ultimately, but I, I don't know. I have a hard time feeling like they're going to, it's going to end up anywhere yeah. else, but ultimately with one of them at some point. So I, I'd agree with you that I don't really see Sony going there. And it's more so because when you look at the Sony acquisitions, there's always a reasoning sort of behind it. It's like going into a market they don't have much share in right now or uh, going for companies who make games that they don't really make right now. Like uh, the Bungie acquisition is, you know, live service games. They don't have a lot of live service games. Right. Um, they did that acquisition of that um, mobile company because they don't yep. really do much in mobile. Uh, they did that acquisition no, right. for a couple PC porting companies because they want to start porting their uh, stuff to PC. You know, there's like the, their, their acquisitions seem very deliberate and I just don't see how Ubisoft would align necessarily with that strategy right now. Whereas I could agree to an extent where Microsoft yeah. strategy seems to be more of the, they make games. I want them on game pass. I can buy them and put them on game pass. Right. No, I, I think you're. I think that's a pretty fair assessment of what's happening right now. And and as as I thought more about it, I did initially think that they would probably that Sony would be in the hunt, but I do think it's much less likely for for the reason you said. Like Sony doesn't have a need to buy Ubisoft unless they Sony, wanted to. Sony for do better or for like worse has a lot of internal pride about their games. Yeah, exactly. They, they think uh, that their games do other people's formulas better to an extent. If they if follow me, right? Um, no, so like I they, agree. they like, look at they... their horizon zero dawn and horizon um, forbidden West. And they look at that as an improvement on the Ubisoft model. Right. And that, it, Which I don't it necessarily is. I mean, like it, it, to bring it, in. it absolutely is. Yeah. I don't necessarily see them wanting to bring Ubisoft in, into that environment where they're already, um, think they're better per se yeah i think it'll be interesting if a private so like the rumor is imagine like nintendo equity. just comes out of nowhere yes. and just buys them <laughs> that would be that would be interesting and, and then turns the entire thing into uh mario plus mario x assassin's creed mario x like Mario running around the rooftops of, yeah, Mario running around the rooftops of Venice, Italy. He does fit, yeah, he does fit into the early Assassin's Creed storyline. You know, he just pops out of the out of the sewer, just fixing those pipes. Is he a Templar? I want I want Mario to be to be a, te a Templar. You play the whole game from Mario's perspective, and then it's revealed to you that you were working against Ezio the whole time, and yeah. you were the the Templars. 
that that you know that's a game if ubisoft and nintendo make that game i you know i will purchase i mean that game doesn't necessarily exist now but that story structure does near automata yeah. oh really uh near automata you, you, has you're uh, a fan you're a fan of those games that's a fucking great game man like you should like good action uh just don't play it with lily around because 2b is uh, you know, not to be. <laughs> um, yeah, is it? Is it? Uh, it's a J. That's a JRPG, right? Yep, it's um platinum games. So like the uh, Bayonetta people. Uh, okay. So re- really flashy action. Uh, just the thing about that like game. Uh, Twenty six endings. Uh, but five of them, and like you play them in order. It's like ending A, ending B, ending C, ending D, ending E. And, like each one is like a different perspective on the the story. Oh, so you play cool. as 2B, then you play as 9S, then you play as A2. Like, and you, you see that's the cool. story unfold from different perspectives and you get the whole uh, whole structure put together. It's really interesting. Makes you feel that's like cool. a fucking monster, too, at some points. I, I always love a game that makes me morally question what I did. Yeah, that's that's a... I, I don't disagree with you on that. Um, but yeah, Ubisoft gonna be for sale we'll see if private equity buys it or if microsoft just comes in and says nope we'll have this and uh put up all i mean i just i have a strong feeling that microsoft will Pass. probably do it now that i think more about it just because that seems to be their their goal right now is just to flood yeah. game pass with as many games no, that they eventually force the market to join that uh formula and then they trend set it price match it gouge everyone out you know how it works yeah and and then you know you know it will come with that game pass which is uh kind of a next topic here is is ads they'll they'll they're gonna put ads in game pass at some point even you I mean, know, we've talked right about it before we, we brought up the fact that the yeah. game pass model screams for other ways to monetize in your game 100 percent. and it's just something that like i personally saw the route being Oh, here's a free like six hour version of the game on Game Pass. But then if you want the full story, you need to buy expansions one through 17 uh, for five bucks a piece. And it would have all been the original game if you just bought it outright. But because it's on Game Pass, you only get like the very base cut story. 100%. So, yeah, Sony and Microsoft are supposedly... uh, both, you know, essentially it, it's, it says it's and the idea is happening, but I think we can take that to mean like they're both working on putting ads in yeah, their free to play games. Like games. Is going just, to happen. They looked at the mobile market and they saw a bunch of free games in an app store that Making make money because they're revenue. bordered by ads. And yep. no, I mean, I mean, like it's no surprise, as you said, we've, we've discussed how there's ways to monetize through these streaming services and this would be one of them. They want to, they want to get money from those free to play games somehow. So they're going to put ads up. And I mean, the real, the Uh, real funky part about it to me is like, we, we always say like free to play when we're talking about game pass, but it's not like, you're still paying for that service. It's like like Hulu, you know, there's Hulu ads and there's Hulu, no ads. And uh, Netflix is going to be doing the same thing. Apparently if the whole point is that they're going to put in a cheaper tier of their streaming service that has some form of ad content on it. 
it could be interesting, but they're 100% going to just put that in the base tier that you're paying right now and force an upgrade, yeah. not a downgrade. No, I think with where they're priced, it's not that. It's what? It's how much is it right now? For I think it's 15 Game Pass for the, the max one. Yeah, so like the base one is, I'm sure that's what'll happen at some point. I mean, it won't be in, immediate, but that, that's there. They are going to stick to free to play to for, for now, but that's coming. I think we can all be ready for if you're playing. Well, yeah, for a because streaming I mean, service, so, Sony's launching their streaming service in a, a month or two. What's it? End of June. And mm-hmm, yep, end of June. And like, I think you know, dude. What I kind of thought about is, uh, as someone who plays. Uh, the you know annual lots of annual sports games there's no those those are going to just effectively be full of paid ads at some point in the near future like there's no way that doesn't they already essentially are i I mean you're a hundred percent can't forget the the sprite slam cam in 2k more a hundred percent the sprite slam cam they have uh you know all the there's tons of sponsorships gatorade is all over it nike is all over it like i'm sure that's part maybe that's part of the nba licensing agreement but i'm not sure it is i i I would suspect man we've watched enough nba basketball between the two of us to know that nba basketball games are just a a method of ad transfer oh i mean they've gotten it to the point where free throws get a you know a backseat to the ad that runs during them dude i hate that I hate that I felt like this playoffs have been really bad ads wise, not to digress. Uh, oh, no, but, not, not digressing too far. Uh, but, yeah, no, they've been really bad, especially the mm-hmm. uh, gambling ads. Oh, so much gambling. Sportsbook, Caesars. Uh, so much gambling. Don't, don't get don't, to don't get sucked over. into that trap. Don't get sucked into that trap, folks. It's a Unless you hole. think you're a math genius and you could play the odds and then you go broke yeah. and you get the depressed about your inability <laughs> uh boy and uh yeah so you know more to come uh my microsoft and sony gonna be putting uh ads in your games somehow oh uh here's something uh it's related in a like side tangent i love you know we're running the episode we can side tangent a little bit uh yeah um so we've talked about the steam deck um you know, that's something that I've got yes. pre-ordered and showing yes. up eventually. Uh, something that I just thought about with the new Sony streaming service is that Sony really needs to open up their um, PS5 slash 4 streaming app and the PS Plus uh, streaming tiers to Linux because it works on Windows. And if you can get that to work natively on Linux, uh, the fa- I would absolutely use my Steam Deck to stream PS5 shit while i'm taking Does, shit i i thought it i thought that was already done is that not the case i thought it is the, but it the, requires a, a launcher of sorts okay. uh, i think it's called like chikiri okay it's like it. a compatibility thing for bringing it to linux i'm saying give it a native compatibility so you don't got need it, got that it. and if you don't want to do that uh make a handheld sony i'd buy it i've been a pain pig for your other two hand, handhelds Dude, I mean the PSP was the PSP, PSP was goaded, amazing, still like so good, so good, so much fun. I remember playing Ratchet and Clank Size Matters on a camping trip. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had Ratchet and Clank in my pocket. Exactly, Battlestar or not Battlestar, Battlefield Two. Yep, Battlefront um, Two. 
was on yep, that. Battlefront. Yep. Um, not to be confused such, with Battlefront 2 system. 2017. Yeah, no, not not to be confused. Uh, but yeah, those were those were fun, and that's I. I it'll be interesting to see what Sony does there. I, I don't know if they'll. I, I feel like they gave up on the handheld market. Uh, I do they too. did I open think they up might do the that. PS4 and five streaming app to Android, uh, so you can you can stream it to your Android phone if you have um, a controller. You can do it on iPhone too. Yep. So like it's on there. It's on and, Windows and computers. Yeah. So like you can do it that way. Uh, I just you know I'm a sucker for a, a nice handheld. It. Yeah, man. I'm excited to. Once like I really hope yours, that the switch opens person. people's eyes. You know, because like the Steam Deck became a thing. I'm in part, in my opinion, because of the popularity of the Switch. Uh, I think the Switch's form factor really opened the eyes of a lot of people that you can have lesser power uh, and people will buy it if it's got games and they can bring it with them. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I don't know why people thought, like, we didn't still want portable games. (laughs) Like, it's like, no, those are... I mean, I, for a lot of us, that's a foundational gaming experience. The Game Boy Color yeah. was the first system in gaming system I had for a I've long got, time. I've got a, a black and white Game Boy framed on my wall because that's yeah. a, me and my dad shared one as a kid. Played Mario Land and uh, Tetris on that bitch. <laughs> Tetris is always a fun one. Do, Never do, played do, Mario do, Land. Do, 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 do. Copy. But yeah. Bam. Uh, Beyond, you know, so Sony, Microsoft ads coming. Beyond that, the oh, actually, uh, I I had a, final, you have one more topic? You oh, yeah, topics? no, I wanted to, we, we were on the topic of handhelds. I thought about this previously. Yeah. Microsoft, if you're listening, uh, take my money, please. Um, <laughs> they've created the Xbox Series S, which is a toned down version of the Series X, you know, the smaller mm-hmm. one, uh, no disk yep, drive, yep. anything like that. I've thought How come about buying they can't it? get that one trimmed down enough, uh, even like turn the TDP down, like draw, uh, change the power draw a little bit and put that into a handheld and do a, uh, you know, an Xbox handheld in the vein of a Steam Deck. Um, doesn't doesn't Game Pass run on the Steam Deck, though? Uh, it does, technically. Okay. Because, I mean, the Steam Deck's just a PC in the end. Right, right. I'm just yeah. saying that, you know, other people should, you know, dip their toes into that market. You know, competition is a good thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because right now, uh, the Steam Deck competition are all priced, you know, much higher. Uh, higher end PC handhelds like that are like thirteen hundred dollars. I honestly didn't know there were other. Oh yeah, there's like the, the IMEO. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that like copies the Switch slash Steam Deck form factor. Um, and it. gives a PC gaming ish experience on the go, but um, you know the Steam Deck being a Valve first product just you know integrates Steam so well. Right. It's it's a, it's a real and, example of like the and Apple. it's significantly cheaper than what you just well, said. yeah it's significantly cheaper and it's got the Apple mentality of if you build the hardware for the software, then it runs it works better. best. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I can I, I can be an Apple hater all I want, you know it. Uh, yeah, but I will. I will never I knock true. the fact that Apple does design their hardware around their software very well. Yeah, no, I, I do. That's. I think that's the one reason I continue to use an iPhone. It's it's one of those things. It's like the Anchorman meme of like, man, do I hate you, but god damn it, do I respect you? 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Enough of my, my side tangents. Um, what do we got here? We got Twitch contract changes. Yeah. On the discussion. So that's the last. Yeah. That's our last, our last news of the day, you know, which uh, is this, this just throwing big. their hat into the ring to also no longer deserve anyone's attention. Yeah. A hundred percent. But this was big news and I don't know what's going to happen here, but switch Twitch, not switch, switch. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch uh, is supposedly, you know, these are, these are just ideas. Nothing's finalized, which I don't believe. I'm sure this is literally what will happen um, with maybe a tweak or two, but essentially they are changing the pay structure. They want to make more streamers. money. Of course. Because, you know, uh, they want to go exploit, up. They want to exploit that those workers a little bit more. And yeah, line go up. So they're going to incentivize more ads. They're uh, supposedly discussing a revenue split reduction from, you know, now 70, 30, 70 going to the creator. They want it to now be a 50, 50 split, which like of all of this. So like, think about this. I'm not trying to, again, like I always try to avoid the hyperbolic statements, but think about this. You're a streamer. This is your only income. This is the only way you make money and you just lost 20% of your income like that. Yeah, literally. And like, actually literally, it's not even 20%. Um, what's 50, uh, what's 20 out of 70? No, it's more, more than, than 20%. Yeah, it's more than it's 20. almost uh, it's like 35 ish. Uh, yeah. It's like 28 to 33 ish somewhere between yeah. there. Um, you're almost losing a third of your. Yeah. It's insane. Like that's so, it's so greedy and like, there's no, you can't even say like there there's there's no reason for that besides greed like there's and there's no justifying it it's literally just taking money from the people who are driving all of the views that are even making money in the first yeah. place like and this is one of those things that it's people, like we're not talking nothing. about like the mega streamers like the mega streamers no. still make their money yeah you know like they even, have, even they though they're like they, they lose the reduction things, they but. still have a lot of viewers a lot of donations a lot of other forms you know keeping money pumping in ads uh sponsors no, we're, we're thinking fine. about this like for like the 500 people. yeah like the well i'm even thinking like the the 80 viewer andy yeah exactly that's like you know like just scraping by with a little bit of side money from twitch or something like that and now that money's gonna go away to an extent it's fucked up like, it's it fucked really up. just we'll feels see. like they don't want to exist anymore i mean it feels well, like the they things- saw netflix in the in the news and were like oh we could do that too yeah, I mean, they they did say no more exclusivity, which I think, okay, cool, whatever. Um, but that's kind of the only thing they're giving in in exchange. You know, would have been a better a better consolation, less strict rules on music streaming. Yeah, like give me a little more window where I can play like thirty seconds of a song or something like that. Yeah, something. But like, any they. Uh, yeah, Twitch is being very greedy. I think, you know, from my perspective, I was kind of like, this is going to be bad news for Twitch. But from what I've seen on the internet, a lot of people don't think there's going to be as much of a flight to other streaming services by the create content creators as I was initially thinking. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I think there's, there's to me... It's it, again, like there's no winning here for unfortunately, because Matt, of what you said, there's no winning for these smaller streamers. Like anyone that's like 
in the smaller range that's still making enough to maybe live off Twitch or supplement income from Twitch. Like they're going to get fucked here no matter what, because if everyone leaves, they have to find it'll be harder for them to bring their audience over to a new streaming area. Like, yeah. And you you have to think about it from this perspective too, you know, money isn't just going down, but the value of money is changing. Yeah. You know, so like the inflation has gone up and they're losing money. So they're getting double. Things are now more expensive for sure. Yeah. They're getting fucked. And like, and then, and then the consumer is also going to get screwed because we're going to have to watch more ads. Uh, Maybe they're going to introduce some sort of tiered pay system where you have to pay more to avoid ads entirely. So yeah, well, well uh, I mean, you can if you have uh, Twitch Prime. Yeah, exactly. You know, subscribe to Amazon Prime, and then maybe you can still pay five dollars for uh, no ads on most of your subs. But yeah, Twitch gonna be gonna be greedy when you're run by uh, Daddy Bezos. You got to make. They're even run by up. Daddy Bezos, aren't they? Didn't he give up his uh, thing still, there so he could be in charge board. of space shit? He's still on. He's not CEO of Amazon, but I'm fairly certain he's still on the board. Yeah, I thought he was doing all the space shit though. Yeah, he, he wants to be Elon. Space shit. He wants to. Yeah, he does wish he had Elon's uh, like media cachet. But yeah, no, Twitch. <laughs> no, fuck. I don't want to. I mean, he already owns Elon, Washington Post. Goddamn Elon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I think he just wants to be looked at as like the hero of the world, the way that like. Elon's fanboys promote him. <laughs> Can we call them there's the no, proper term? There's no which like musk like, rats. <laughs> like there's no um there's no one out there simping Bezos and saying like he's gonna save us all the way there are lots of people doing that for Elon. True. Lots of people, you know, think daddy Elon's gonna save the world for them and send yeah. them to Mars and not be uh, <laughs> He's Mars gonna send you to Mars. To, he's gonna send you to Mars to mine cobalt for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only reason you're gonna be sent to Mars. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, this truly is the worst. T- turns out Elon's not even a human. He's actually a Martian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's aware of the Martian trick. They, his family found him in their emerald mines of South Africa. They, yeah. they, they unburied him. <laughs> Uh, I kind of like that. That's going to be my, that's, that's the new Elon meta. He's, he's a Martian that was discovered by his family in their emerald mines. Excellent. Now, now he's coming to ruin us all. So on that note, I think this was, uh, yeah, I think that was, uh, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily the longest episode or not, but that was definitely, uh, you know, good enough. We, we covered all the topics. We did our thing. Yeah. So, uh, Thank you, dear listener, for joining us for this uh, approximately 50 minutes, I think, roughly, maybe yeah. in, maybe 45. But uh, we appreciate you interacting with our uh, our podcast. Come check us out online, you know, at Camp Compod on Twitter and Instagram. Campaign uh, underscore comrades on Twitch, uh, where we Twitch it. stream periodically. Yes, someone I think will be streaming, uh, you know, reg- pretty regularly on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So feel free to check us out there. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.